0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of um, hashtag Better Conversations. I really hope you're enjoying it. I'm having some really good fun um, recording it, to be honest. And thanks for your feedback so far. We've had some really good. Um, well, we've we've had feedback from. I really like the guitar <laughs> at the beginning. To um, you know, it sounds really good. It, it's it's um, finding out about different people across the business is really interesting so so thanks for that um, i'm hopefully going to get to speak to more of you in in 2020 um, specifically nick's team because I'm, I'm conscious that um i've not really not really spoken to anybody in, in nick's area yet the diaries just haven't aligned unfortunately um, so hopefully that'll that's to come in 2020. Uh, so for um the third episode and the, and the last one of 2019 i spoke to joe dennington who is in the midlands team she's a home worker she works really flexibly um, and she's mega efficient she was one of the people in liverpool when john Bourne asked the question who thinks they're efficient um joe was probably one of the, the only people to put their, their hand up um and i think she is you know she's she's really quite um she's a she's a naturally organized person so i um, had a chat with that she had some really good ideas about um how she stays productive how she works from home how she kind of keeps in touch with with her stakeholders um so it was a really good conversation hopefully you'll get some some kind of tip, uh, hints and tips um from joe so thanks a lot I hope you enjoy this one cheers so joe dennington welcome thank you for being my um one of my my next guests on the podcast it's really nice to have you so do you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself for everybody who doesn't know you? Um, what role do you do? Which team are you in? Location and, and your work pattern specifically?
1: Yeah, so I am Joe Dennington. I'm business assurance manager in the Midlands team. And I primarily look after the East of England area. Um, I'm married and I have a cat. <laughs> I, um, I predominantly work at home. So I'm one of the home based people out of the yeah. team.
0: Yeah, and you do that quite successfully by the sound of things.
1: Yeah, I've got quite used to it. So I think um, for the first probably three years of me doing the job, I always covered East Anglia and used to spend an awful lot of time driving. So it was probably three or four years. I was probably doing about six or 700 miles a week, um, which was really too much. And I guess as part of our restructure, I was able to become more home-based, which... When when you live in the east of England, nowhere is very near. <laughs> you, you know, and the area is really spread out. So, and I, I think it was quite challenging to begin with because everyone thinks that working at home is amazing and you don't have to go out and this that, and the other. But but it can be quite difficult because there's yeah, a bit yeah. of an art to getting used to actually working on your own all the time. Mm. And but I think. After, I think I'm now kind of really comfortable with it and I've, I've, I've learned quite a few things about what you have to do to be successful at working at home. Mm, what, what are some of those things? So um, I think you, you need a structure to your day. So yeah. I, I think um, I like to think I've got a good routine. So first thing I do is, so it sounds really stupid, but before <laughs> I come up to work in the morning, I make sure I've done any jobs that I need to do downstairs so okay. that I don't get distracted, like putting the washing on and washing the dishes and things like that. Mm. And then I've got an office space in our attic, so um, this is kind of my office, and I now feel like when I come up to work in the morning, I come up to work, and when I come down at night, uh, I'm leaving work. And, and and I think that's really important, because I yeah. think if you're sat at your dining room table, you don't have that cut-off point. Yeah. Um. So I've got... I've got used to that i and um, the other thing that i I do is i I try and go out every day for some fresh air and a walk, mm because I think you can be- although I talk to lots of people on the phone, I think you can become a bit stir crazy yeah definitely um so but i' I've now I'm now in a really good routine and and I think when I say routine that that you have to do that, so I think you have to get up in the morning, you have to get ready for work as if you're going out to work yeah. Don't wear your pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like when I come up here, it's like me going into Cambridge or whatever. It's like me going mm. into the office, if that means... Yeah. Makes
0: sense. No, I, I find that on a Saturday, on a Saturday, on a Thursday, um, I generally work from home. Um, And and like you, you know, I need to kind of, I need to go out for a walk because otherwise I'll it gets to five o'clock and I've just sat at my desk all day. Yeah. Not even walked around.
1: Yeah, so and I think that's important because it gives you time to think as well. Yeah. So and and sometimes if I know I've got calls where I'm just on the phone, I can go out and take my phone with me and walk. Yeah. Um, I, I just think you have to because you're at home. It doesn't mean you've got to be just sat at your desk all day. Mm. Um, and I think if you work it right, you can be more productive than you are in an office because you don't get as many distractions. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm quite happy with it now. And mm. I like the fact that I don't have to spend hours in the car every day driving.
0: Yeah, so that's had a big beneficial impact on you.
1: Definitely, yeah, from a work-life balance perspective, because I think when I first started working at home, I used to feel guilty if I finished work at five o'clock because I'd think, well, I'd normally be in the car. Mm. And, you know, and probably most nights, we were talking about it at the weekend, I never used to get home probably until about 7.15 at night. Yeah. Um, so it took me a while to get used to the fact that i'm i'm not necessarily expected to work during my travel time <laughs> you know that, that that time is is supposed to be a benefit yeah from you not traveling and mm. um, so that that's worked well i mean i i think that i think when you when you work at home i think if you structured you can get a lot done you you don't get the same distractions as you do in an office, like you don't get up and go into the kitchen, so you actually actually probably work more hours than you do when you're in an office yeah um, and yeah. so so the, the one thing that, that I do try and do is so i I mean I try and be really productive in the day, and if I've been concentrating on something, I find that I very rarely work past about six o'clock at night because right. I think because if you, you're concentrating all day and you are on your own, you've reached a point where you think, oh, I've had enough and I, I can't <laughs> concentrate anymore. Yeah. And, but I have found that, you know, I work with people that, that log on late at night again, so they finish work and then they have dinner and then they log back on. Yeah. It it actually ends up being really unproductive. Yeah. And you end up being tired the next day and then you can't focus as much. So, mm. So I have... I think you get into a kind of pattern and you work out what works for you. So I think what works for me is kind of trying to be really quite focused during the day and then I try and, and switch off. off. Yeah, switch off in the evening and yeah. not walk back on to work. Mm. Do you no, fact- I, you're at home?
0: Yeah, I do. I mean I my work pattern's a little bit different and I will switch on later on. I'm a bit of an evening person, less so in the morning. Um But that's just because I'm compressed hours and, uh, yeah, you know, the majority of my work is Tuesday to Thursday with a bit here and there. So, um, and, but like you said, it's, it's what works for you,
1: isn't it? I'm an afternoon person. Mm. Really? Um, Yeah. Um, Sometimes my, my most productive time of the day is from about two o'clock onwards. Yeah. Um, Which you'd think it might be the opposite, but it's not. So I've worked... Well, I've worked out that Mondays, I'm not very keen on Mondays. I don't think anyone is. So <laughs> on Monday, I try not to put too much in on a Monday morning that I need to concentrate too hard on. Mm. So I try and get kind of tasks done, invites, admin, all that kind of stuff in on a Monday morning. Because I always think Monday's are probably the hardest day of the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, most productive days are Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So I, I, I know that I plan kind of, things that I need to sit there and really concentrate on on yeah. those days and Fridays I try not to put anything too intense in on a Friday mm. because things always pop up on a Friday and um, that you need to deal with before the weekend yeah so I, I try to kind of keep Fridays as fluid as possible and um, I also think that then you're getting towards the end of the week so you're not as productive as you are mm. Tuesday Wednesday Thursday yeah so, but the, the the one thing that I do that I think I I use um. I use OneNote all the time. Yeah. And and I use um I'm a bit of a note person and a bit of a list person, so I use the prioritized to do list in OneNote. Yes. And every Friday before I finish work, I do a list for the following week. Yes. Yeah. So before I finish for the weekend. I've done my list, if you like, of all the things that I know I need to work on the following mm-hmm. week, which, A, means that when you start Monday morning, you know exactly what you've got to yeah. do. But secondly, it's a good kind of download at the end of the week before you finish work for the weekend, mm. so that you're not worrying about things.
0: Yeah. I. It's funny enough, I was... Um reflecting on what you said in Liverpool you said, you know, you're you, you think you're you're a fairly efficient person. I think nobody else in, in Liverpool said that about themselves, but um and, and I'm I'm getting the sense that there's a lot of structure that you put in place. You understand when to do things um during the week, you know, you understand how that flows and then you make sure that on Friday you're really kind of organised and on top of things.
1: Yeah, I I think it's really helpful to kind of have a bit of reflection and sit and think about what you've got mm. and what your kind of main focus is going to be for the next week. Yeah. So you know, if you've got like, I've obviously been doing a lot of work on the complaints thing over the last few months, and some of it I've really had to kind of sit there and concentrate. So I know that there's no point in me doing that when I've got loads of other things in front of me. So I try and clear the decks. Yeah. So, so I can start work on it. So. Yeah. I think um. I think we're all different, aren't we? And I mean, mm. I'm I'm a fairly naturally organised person. Yeah. And I noticed when you sent me the invite through, you put, you know, what what happens on a day where it all gets away yes. from yeah. stress or overwhelmed. So, um I do get stressed and overwhelmed with work, and um, sometimes just, um, and with me, it's a, it's a volume thing. So right. if it's me. You know, if I suddenly think, oh, oh my God, I've got like ten things to do, and I haven't got enough time in the week to do them, I have to really try and make myself kind of take a step back and think about what's important,
0: mm.
1: what I need to do first, and and, and and what I can do to kind of ease the stress for myself. Yeah, I think the the other challenge about working remotely is the fact that I deal with the East of England team, and they've got ten different offices. Wow. So I, I could only ever be in one office at a at time. Mm. But I, I still feel conscious of the fact that I, I don't see them very much.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So what I try and do, which I know this doesn't work for lots of people, is I try and answer the phone when it rings. Right. So unless I'm caught up in something that I can't answer the phone for, I'll sometimes welcome the distraction because it breaks up what I'm doing. But... Yeah. I try and answer the phone and deal with it there and then because, A, from a stakeholder perspective, it helps my team because they, they don't know where I am, but they generally know I'm probably at home. Yeah. But I, I never want them to feel like they can't get hold of me and I'm not on the other end of the phone. Mm. And, and quite often, by answering a phone call, it takes me a couple of minutes. And if I don't answer that phone call, I've then got a voicemail and I've got to find some time to phone them back.
0: Mm. So, Do you not find the distraction kind of gets in the way of your focus no <laughs>
1: <laughs> not really no um fair enough yeah you know some, sometimes it will i just find that it just works better for me because then i, I don't like building things up so i've got loads of things to go back to mm. and nine times out of ten you know it's something really simple that I can answer in 30 seconds yeah and um, so and I suppose it does break up my day a bit. It's probably my equivalent of going and standing and talking to somebody in the kitchen in the office. Yeah. And yeah. um, So I try and do that. The other thing I try and do is um, not let me emails build up. So in my inbox, I try and get rid of as many emails every day as I can. Yeah. Whether that's by filtering them, putting them into folders. So I, I don't leave things in the inbox until I've dealt with them. I, I kind of file them all away and mm-hmm. put, me one note of something that I've got to deal with yeah and psychologically it makes me feel better when I finish work at night if I haven't got very many emails left
0: yeah and is that something you find quite easy because I know it's something a lot of people find difficult to do is kind of just keep on top of emails because we get so many nowadays
1: yeah um, and what I'll quite often do is half an hour before I finish work every day I'll sit there and go through emails yeah And and just try and keep on top of them. I use the cleanup folder that that you told us about because I find (laughs) that really helpful, especially if you've been in an email chain. So I I won't necessarily sit and look at emails as they come in all throughout the day if I'm working on something, but I do find that just walking out a little bit of time just to clear them out works quite well. It's a good discipline to get into, isn't it? You can always deal with something the next day. You don't have to deal with it there and then. But yep. you know then what you've got. If if you sat there with a hundred emails in your email box, it, it, I can understand how you think, oh, which one do I go to next? And mm. actually, start going through them, you probably find that sixty percent of them are not important. Yeah. Or that you've dealt with straight away already. Yeah. I'm not robotic or anything like that. Because <laughs> I do get stressed, and 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 sometimes I take too much on and uh, volunteer myself for, for too many things, <laughs> Um but I think it's just I think it's just being able to prioritise. Yeah. And and just work out I think you need that goal at the beginning of the week of what you want to achieve by the end of the week. I think if you have a week where you don't do that, then you actually probably end up not really achieving very much. Yeah.
0: So it's about kind of small small steps and small tasks to kind of constantly stay on top rather than for example taking a step back and going, Right, I just need to Reevaluate where I am you're more of a if as long as I stay on top of it and take half an hour or take five minutes here and there you know y- you feel more comfortable that way I think I'm the opposite but um it's interesting that you've got a different different way of approaching that
1: I feel that way like um so I'm in more control yeah but I don't I if I've had a day as well where it's all gone out the window and I've not done I'll kind of try and regroup mm. myself at the end of the day and think yeah. right okay I'm Same gonna day. have yeah, I'm going to have a busy day tomorrow, but this is what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and and try and work out in my head how I'm going to get everything yeah. done that I need to to get done. Mm-hmm. And and you know sometimes things come up that you you have to just abandon. So the other thing that I do is you know when I'm going on holiday, so like I finish I finish a week on Friday for two weeks. So this week is what I consider my primary work week before my holiday. Yep. So whenever I'm going on holiday, the two weeks before I go away, that first week out of the two, I try and have a really busy week yeah, and try and get as much stuff done as I can so that I free up time for the following week. You know, I kind of always think that something always comes up in that week that throws you off kilter. Yeah. And so I've worked out, and I've been doing this for a few years, actually. So if I've got a week, two weeks holiday coming up, that two weeks before the first week is really important. Mm. And then you you try and set yourself up then for a good week before you finish. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Because you you just never really know. Something's going to crop up. Yeah, Yeah, something always comes up. And you can guarantee it's going to be on a Friday afternoon at two (laughs) o'clock. Of course.
0: (laughs) Well, listen, thank you very much for sharing some of those um, tips and things. And some of them, especially the holiday thing, is something I've never really thought of. I think I'm the kind of person that just gets the holiday and goes, oh everything just uh just happens but that's a really good tip actually and and some of the stuff around working from home and making sure that you're you know you you feel like you're in the office and picking the phone up and stuff's really really interesting stuff so thank you for that joe um, and okay. hopefully people will pick something from from the tips that you've shared so thank you very much for for being on the podcast
1: no problem thanks helen cheers thank thanks joe
0: so thanks to Joel for that and thanks to you guys for listening Um, like I said this is the last one of 2019 I think so I hope you all have a fantastic Christmas time a wonderful new year Um, and I'm looking forward to um, to speaking to more of you in the new year and sharing some hints and tips and getting to know um, the wider team a bit more so thanks a lot have a lovely Christmas and everyone take care